are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. we got a good Tuesday show for you. We are going to talk about Joey's season of The Bachelor. Had some news that I posted on social media yesterday. We've got uh, a Clayton, I guess, an update, maybe. Special Forces, episode two last night. A few things to talk about with that as people started falling. Taylor Swift, the ratings hike that she had, gave the NFL <laughs> Sunday night. If you haven't seen this, don't tell me there isn't a Taylor Swift effect going on right now in the NFL coverage. And I've got a reader email for you to go over that we're going to answer some questions in. And we will get to all that momentarily. All right, let's get started. First off, posted it yesterday in social media. It's on my highlights. It's in my Instagram story, which should be being deleted in about, I don't know, five hours or so from now. But it's in my highlights. Anything that I post about Joey's season will as long as I remember, go to my highlights on my Instagram stories that say Joey spoilers, but found out they are filming episode four right now in Malta. And I don't know who's left. Hopefully I'll find out more this week, but there's a chance I don't. So keep that in mind, but they are in Malta. So you would think that episodes five, six, and seven are probably in the same area doesn't necessarily mean they are in the same area but you know now you're looking at oh is Italy and Greece going to be next I don't I don't know maybe but they've never been to Malta I know that in 48 seasons they've definitely never been there so this is a new trip this is uh usually what the way it goes they usually travel um starting in episode four in the past they've usually done a U.S. city in episode four before going overseas for five, six, and seven. But hey, Joey's got Malta in episode four. So any new information I get on it, I will let you know about and keep you updated on that. In the world of Clayton Eckerd and what's going on with his paternity lawsuit or his paternity suit, it's basically a, a, a parent plan is what it is. It's not that this woman in question even sued him. She just took to court to get a parent plan going, and we all know where Clayton's stance is. He said he's never had sexual intercourse with this woman, and she's saying she's pregnant with twins. So we have to wait and see. Clayton took his paternity test last Wednesday. Yesterday was the date that this woman was set to take her paternity test. So assuming she did, then we have to wait about a week to find out everything. And then at that point, we can talk about this more. Obviously, there's more out there. There's a lot of rumblings going on out there. I've heard them all. I was informed of them over a week ago. I've seen the paperwork. Let's just say we will talk about all this once there is a final finality to is Clayton the father or is he not? And we just kind of go from there. We won't know until the paternity test that Clayton took last Wednesday and she was set to take yesterday, the results come back from it. At that point, then, I believe we can discuss what's going forward um, and throw out our opinions on all this. Of course, you're allowed to have an opinion before it, but I've wanted to wait and see on this one. 
And I know Dave Neal has been very outspoken about this. If you want to see all the coverage and the things that I'm alluding to, go watch Dave's video. Oh, wait, he had to take one down because she's threatening lawsuit against him. Anyway, um, Special Forces last night, <laughs> episode number two. They're starting to drop like flies. I remember episode one of season one, and I'm almost positive. I know for a fact Kate Gosselin eliminated herself because she said she was injured, even though that was complete bullshit. She knew that she was never going to last on that show. And I believe Dr. Drew had to be eliminated in episode one due to an injury. I believe. But I'm not sure if... I'm not sure if it was episode one, but I definitely remember episode one last year. We had already lost one or two people, maybe Scaramucci. Hell, I don't remember, but I, it was definitely one a minimum one because I know Kate Gosselin was gone after the very first test they put them through. Well, we didn't have anybody eliminate themselves in episode one last week of special forces. However, we definitely had people eliminate last night. I think it's safe to say that absolutely none of us are surprised <laughs> that Tara Reed just basically said, I can't do this anymore. And look, totally understand. Because you can talk about how this is all mental and you can push yourself through things if you really have dig deep and whatever. But... And, I, and I'm not saying that, I mean, Tara even admitted it. Like, I am not, I can't even do a push-up or a pull-up. And it's just, I understand that she clearly did this show for a paycheck, and she clearly did the show to maybe change the image some people have of her. But you knew last week in the first episode, there is zero chance this woman is going to survive doing this. You, you can say it's all about it's in your head, but I'm sorry. You have to have some physical ability. You have to have some physical strength to get through these eight or ten days of filming and through this boot camp. You can't just be like, yeah, I'm not really physically fit, but I want to test myself. Test yourself all you want. You're going to fail because you have to have physical strength. As she was saying last night, the, the Bergen is that what it's called? The Bergen? The bag that goes over your back is 30 pounds, and she's like, what, 90 pounds soaking wet? There's no way she's going to be able to carry that thing running through the mountains. It's just, no. And so she ended up quitting last night. We also had Black China quit because she didn't want to scale down the wall. That was basically at, well, 90 degrees for about half of it, and then maybe 45-degree angle for the other half. Totally understandable, but... She quit, and then at the end of the episode, Des Bryant and anybody that lives in Dallas and familiar with Des Bryant and his temper playing for the Dallas Cowboys could be the not the least bit surprised in the way he went out of the show, basically just got pissed off, and I'm not even sure exactly what he got pissed off at. Was it because the rope was too tight on his stomach and he kept saying, get me out of this thing, and they weren't moving fast enough? I'm still not sure. I think what really went into it was the fact that he was just upset that whole day because as he was talking in the barracks to other people saying, it is one of my son's birthdays today, Des Jr. And I think that probably played a role in him losing his shit so quickly 
and talking back to the instructors because they didn't really do anything wrong. And I think he just lashed out to lash out. And maybe there was a part of him that wanted out and this was his way of doing it without saying, you know, I quit because this is too tough on me. Maybe that was part of it. And he just didn't want to say that publicly. So he just got himself eliminated by mouthing off to the instructors, which wasn't a smart thing to do, to say the least. So episode one, nobody gets eliminated. And episode two, three people get eliminated. I really do think Tyler Cameron is lasting till the end. I definitely think Jojo Siwa is going to be the Hannah Brown of this season. You can just tell by just the first three or four tests that she's been through. Yeah, she might be 90 pounds soaking wet, but my gosh, she tries her ass off and she's got some fire in her. So that's the difference. The one thing that's interesting, a difference between her and Tara Reid, the one thing that's interesting about this show, and it, it, it kind of, I don't want to say bothers me, but if you've noticed when you watch this show, the same thing happened all of season one. They don't have cameras pulling you aside in the middle of tests and they don't have cameras pulling you aside in the middle of the night shooting ITMs. And I've always talked about ITMs when it comes to bachelor and bachelorette. Those stand for in the moments where you're on a date and, you know, Joey and his woman are on a date. And during the date, they pull Joey aside and pull the woman aside to talk about how the date is going. Well, they don't do any of that in special forces. So every interview you see when they are talking to them in an ITM it was all shot pre-show, so they're not reacting to anything that happened that day. They're all saying what they expect to happen. Tara Reid talking about, like, oh, and those bags look so big, I'm almost scared I'm going to fall backwards. She's saying that in last night's episode when we see her not being able to carry the bag because it's a third of her body weight, pretty much. So that's the one thing that's a little bit disappointing, but I totally understand it. You can't be in the middle of one of those tests and pull those people aside and say, Hey, this is this is my thoughts on it. And, you know, they just they don't do it. All the ITMs are shot preseason, which is why they're all dressed up or not dressed up, but they all are they all have non-fatigues on and they're all every single time you see Savannah Chrisley speak, she's in the same outfit. It's going to be the same outfit every episode because it was all shot on the same day pre-show. So, that's the thing that's a little disappointing. You kind of want to hear after they finish it, other than talking about it amongst themselves, you know, pull Des Bryant aside and say, you know, what was your fear of that thing? Um, was there a part of you that wanted to quit? Just anything. But they just, they don't. They save all the interview stuff. They just mix it in from what they said preseason. So that's a little bit disappointing, but it's expected because we got that all of season one. But still, great episode, great show to watch. Really is interesting to see who's going to make it this far because I'm looking at this cast and I think it's way better than seasons one season one's cast in terms of people that are doing well and passing a lot of these tests. But there's no way at the end of this thing they're going to have like eight winners. There's no way. They want people to quit because if you have eight or nine winners at the end of this thing or make it all the way through to the end, people are going to think this stuff is easy and they're going to be like, well, shit, how hard was that? You had eight or nine people that made it all the way through. I'm just not sure who's going to quit. It seems like someone like Bodie Miller, who was an Olympic athlete, can make it to the end. I really think I know nothing. I know nothing about spoilers or anything. I think Jojo Siwa is absolutely going to be 
making it to the end and being the Hannah Brown of this season. She will be the one that surprises everybody. I can see Tyler Cameron making it to the end, Bodie Miller making it to the end. Jack Osborne seems to be doing really well through the first two episodes. I, you know, I don't think Nick is making it to the end. So I I can't wait for this thing to play out because it seems like there's quite a few that are going to make it to the end, but we will see. Time will tell on this one. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash 60realitysteve and use code 60realitysteve to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's a new code, everyone. That's greenchef.com slash 60realitysteve. Use promo code 60realitysteve, 60realitysteve, to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, a little more Taylor Swift talk. You might be sick of it, but I'm certainly not, because when it comes to stuff like ratings and what she's doing, to the ratings of the NFL, which is already the most watched television show. 75 of the 100 most watched television shows in any given year are NFL football games. Did you see what Sunday night's game between a horse shit team in the New York Jets and the Kansas City Chiefs did for NBC? 27 million viewers on Sunday night. It was... The most watched Sunday show since the Super Bowl, which was in February. The viewership among teen girls ages 12 to 17 spiked 53% from the season to date average for Sunday night football. Part of an approximate increase of more than 2 million female viewers. And the audience among women 18 to 24 was up 24%. I don't know if you know this. And women 34 plus increased 34%. I don't know if you know this, but that's strictly the Taylor Swift effect. Because next Sunday night, I can't remember what the game is. Oh, next Sunday night is probably the best game of the year so far on Thursday, Sunday, or Monday night football, and that's Cowboys at Niners. And it is possible that outdraws Chiefs-Jets. But because of the game itself, if you break it down into those demos, girls ages 12 to 17, women 18 to 24, and women over 35 plus, those are going to be way down because Taylor Swift has nothing to do with the game. Unless the NFL just pays her, hey, will you show up at every Sunday night game, even if Travis isn't playing, so we can just show you? No, they won't do that. Chiefs play at Minnesota on Sunday, and I don't know. Why wouldn't she be there? And, oh, yeah, by the way, I looked this up yesterday, and I found this very, very interesting. Remember how I told you Taylor's got three weekends in November where she's in Argentina one weekend and Brazil in two weekends, and then she's off all of December and all of January, but she starts her international tour back up in February. So, you're probably going to see her, assuming her and Travis are still together, you're probably going to see her at all of his games in December, all of his games in January, which is leading it. It's playoff time in January. But let's just say the 
Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl, I was like, well, she's going to miss the most important game. And my gosh, wouldn't they be pissed? I think NBC has the Super Bowl this year. Wouldn't they be pissed that they'd get her at so many playoff games, yet they're not going to get her at the most important game of the season? Well, I looked at her schedule, and I thought she was gone all month of February. Not the case. Her last international date in 2023 is November 17th to 19th in Brazil. Then she's off all of December, all of January. Her first international stop in February is February 7th to the 10th in Japan. Well, the Super Bowl is Sunday the 11th. And remember, the 10th of February in Japan is the 9th back here in the States. So if the Chiefs happen to get to the Super Bowl yet again, you can bet your ass Taylor Swift is going to be there. I thought she was gone every weekend in February and it was a done deal. No, 7th to the 10th in Japan, and then she's not back on tour again in February until the 23rd through the 26th in Australia. So there you go. I think she is for sure going to be there. Now, now that I'm looking at it, I was looking at an outdated calendar. She's still only in Japan February 7th through the 10th, so she could technically fly back, but she does have to be back in Australia the following weekend, which I don't think is going to be a problem for her. I'm just saying, if the Chiefs make it there and they are still dating, she 1,000% will be at the Super Bowl because her last date is Saturday, February 10th in Japan, which means that would be Friday, February 9th here in the States, so she would fly back after that and be there on Sunday. No problem. And then she just would leave to go to Australia, you know, whenever she does, Wednesday, Thursday of the following week with a show on Friday. I don't know. But probably Wednesday, maybe even Tuesday. But, yeah, so we can now add that to our list. If the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, Taylor will be there for sure. And finally going to end with a reader email that was sent yesterday. I get a few of these and figured I would read them and discuss some of the things and the topics in them and answer the questions. Hey, Steve, I think your Paradise Spoilers missed the importance of toe-sucking in the first episode and possibly Poop Baby in episode two. I don't think there has been this much foot talk since the fetish guy on Jillian season. Tanner, Pope. I was somewhat surprised not to hear the almost Paradise theme song. Well, that's because the theme song doesn't start till episode two, which will be this week, because that's when... They're introducing, and we've already seen everybody that's on the show. So their opens are, have been shot and whatever. They never do it for episode one. They don't start episode one because they want their intros of them walking down to the beach being, hey, this who's on this season. So you will hear Almost Paradise starting on Thursday's episode. Golden Bachelor, to me, the biggest nothing burger from night one was Matt James's mother being on. Very true. Literally, the only thing we even heard her say was my son was The Bachelor, and that was when she met him out of the limo. Other than that, Patty James never got any screen time in terms of a speaking part, never got an ITM, and then the only other time we saw her was giving Gary a hug as she didn't receive a rose. So, yeah, it was a big nothing burger. All that for, you know, remember the interview where Matt and Rachel played coy? With Us Weekly, and Us Weekly asked, hey, there's rumors your mother's going on the show. And he's like, I have no idea. I'm like, Matt, I said this at the time. I covered it when she was officially announced on the cast. I'm like, Matt, come on. You know if your mother's doing the show. <laughs> All you have to do is text her. 
It wasn't very hard. He's just like, I have no idea. I have, is she? So stupid. Uh, the challenge. Were you as bummed as me to see Wes go? He is like a heel in pro wrestling, but he is up there with bananas in terms of being a narrator. The elimination battle between Tyler and Monty and Chantel and Michaela in oil wrestling were instant classics. The oil wrestling was great. I really liked that. Sucked for Chris Underwood because they're all coming after him, and he had literally five on one and five giants going after him. Was I as bummed to see Wes go? I'm more bummed that we're never going to see Wes again. Think So, yeah, I guess you could say it did kind of suck seeing him go. Special Forces Episode 1. I don't intend to sound mean, but I think not reading stories or social media comments and seeking some counseling would be more beneficial than being on this show. I don't know anything about Black China, but Brian Austin Green knows how to trigger her very well. That he does. You don't have to worry about that anymore because she is now gone from the show as she quit last night. But I think I understand why people would do this show. You are These people are not doing this for fun and for free. They're definitely getting paid to do the show. I don't know how much it is. My guess is probably 40 or 50 grand they're asked uh, to do this show. For this show, I think only filmed for eight or 10 days. So while it you are put through hell, I, I would think a lot of people that are in shape that have worked out before and consider themselves fairly fit would take a forty to $50,000 paycheck for eight days to 10 days of filming. So I don't have an issue with them going on. And I think a lot of these people probably have been in counseling. I know Tom Sandoval has. And I see why you would do it. You know, it would be, number one, to test themselves. Like, I don't have an issue with any of them going on and testing themselves and seeing the limits they can push themselves to just because it's not something that's presented. Not everyone gets this opportunity to do this. So I can see why they do it. And, yeah, you don't want to read social media comments about yourself. And maybe you do want to go to counseling. But I think a lot of these people have been in counseling before. So... I don't think that has much of an effect on them at all. And paycheck, a really cool experience to push yourself to see how deep you can dig. And I don't have an issue with them going on. Amazing race. I'm not really sure why I watch it anymore. While she was awful in Big Brother competitions, I hoped Taylor would be on. Are we talking about Taylor Mack? I thought Taylor did really well in a lot of the competitions on Big Brother. Not every single one of them. I know she didn't win a ton, but she was respectable, wasn't she, on Big Brother? I mean, like I said, I watched the whole season, but I couldn't recite back to you very many things that happened or who won what comp. I can't name one comp that was won by anybody. I know she won something. She had to have won a power of veto or a, cha- or, a cha- or a comp, right? I remember she was on the block five times, and she escaped the block. Maybe it was six. Five or six. But, yeah, I didn't – I'm assuming that's who you're talking about. But I thought she did – I thought she held her own in the uh, competitions on Big Brother. And then the final thing in this email says, have you, seen the, have you seen Wrestlers on Netflix? No, I still haven't gotten around to it. I know it's a show I'd probably like because I'm a wrestling fan, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Maybe I will at some point. Maybe I will over the holidays when things kind of slow down. But uh, thank you for at least reminding me. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. 
and leave a five-star rating and leave a nice review. I'd really appreciate it. It'd be nice. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Check that out if you're interested in that. Follow me on social media for all your Joey spoilers as I get them in real time. I will share with you anything I know and anything that I hear. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.